Greetings, my name is Dave. And I'm Stacy. Welcome to the Plants Change My Life podcast. We are a husband and wife team living in Houston, arguably the barbecue capital of Texas, who share a passion for good food and holistic wellness. We are on a mission to inspire people to live their best lives through healthy food choices, one meal at a time. Every individual making these choices today will help create a legacy of good health and wellness for the next generation. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from people who have experienced awesome changes with a plant-based lifestyle. We'll also feature other amazing individuals whose voices help with our mission. In our society, there's this pervasive notion that as you get older, you have to slow down and that it's just natural that you'll gain weight and lose muscle. It's almost expected that you'll pick up high blood pressure, diabetes, or some other ailment. And it's often said that diseases run in families, but do they have to? And when you think of a grandmother, do you picture a woman squatting 200 pounds? Today, we're talking to Donna Neely, a woman who's turning the tables on all those notions. She's working toward being her best self every day. And her mission is powered by a plant-based diet. Grab your tea and take a seat. Here's her story. Donna Neely, a woman on a mission to achieve optimum wellness for herself and others. She's the owner of a holistic health and wellness studio called Esteem, a total transformation. She's also a physique competitor, mother of four adult children, and grandmother of 10. We're so excited to have her here to talk about how a plant-based diet has changed her life. Thank you for joining us, Donna. Thank you for the invite. Yes. Let's get started by learning a little bit about you, where you're from, and where you're located. Okay. I'm originally from North Carolina, from Jamestown, North Carolina. Um, um, I've been in business for 14 plus years and um, I'm located in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's where my studio is currently. So what is the, what is the plant-based culture like in your area? Um, it's slow. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're trying to get more acclimated to it. However, you know, there's more vegan and vegetarian. We have pescatarians all over the place. The plant-based is not as um, known. Um, they try to put it with vegetarianism and, and being a vegan, and it's a, it's a little bit different. But we're trying to get to that point where it's, um, they understand what it is and more people are gravitating towards it. Do you have like a favorite place to go eat there? Uh, you know what? It's really hard to find somewhere here that you can actually, um, other than getting a salad, that they have other mm-hmm. things. Um, in Greensboro, it's it's not as um, pronounced as it is like in Raleigh and Charlotte. They have actual restaurants there that are more plant-based than here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to the beginning and talk about what made you decide to take this journey? What made you decide to take this transition to a plant-based lifestyle? Um, what started it was, I actually went plant-based one time before and I gravitated away from it. And then I'm just getting back to, I've been in it for about a year now. Um, but originally it was, I was in undergrad, um, 
writing, you know, papers at night, late at night, eating, and I gained a lot of weight and I was just absolutely miserable. Um, so I decided cold turkey right then, you know, I can't keep this weight on, I've got to do something. So I went strictly to uh, vegetables, water, and protein shake. That's what I did for an entire year. And I lost the weight, I lost all of the fat. I was probably down to 9 or 10% body fat at that time and, and working out and all. And um, so I, I did that and I felt I felt absolutely awesome. I, it was just a total, like I said, a total transformation for me. But then I gravitated back into it, into eating other things and, you know, chicken and fish. I never went back to pork or beef. That was totally out. But um, um, like you announced me, um, introduced me, I am a competitor. And so about a year ago, you know, I just couldn't get myself together. And um, my, my trainer, and I do have a trainer, um, she suggested me go back to plant-based, and I did. And my physique immediately got back together. I felt better. The, the fat was leaving, and I just decided to stay exactly where I am. I will never go back um, to where I was before as far as eating is concerned. So what is, when you were making those steps, like to switch to, like to eliminate the things that you had started eating again, what are some of the things that that you would actually eat? What what was that transition like? Was that was it difficult for you or? Um, it was not the the only difficulty um, I had was uh, giving up the fish probably, um, but I really didn't have much problem with that. Once I'm the type, once I make up my mind about something, it's not hard to transition, but it's just making up your mind to do it and being consistent with it. And so um, then getting away from some of the other things, the pastas, the, the, um, some vegetables I don't even eat, like white potato or corn, um, just getting away from those things and figuring out how to put things together, how to cook things. Um, I don't even use oils. Um, so that's my transition into it. So those were the hardest area. Giving up the meat, like I said, the fish was probably the hardest. But once I backed off of that, um, I was fine and I never really missed it. So you said that one of the things you noticed like immediately was that you were training for a competition and it really helped you to get your body where you wanted to be. Were there some other benefits that you noticed as you were making as you were you know embracing more of a plant-based lifestyle definitely my um my focus was better my concentration was better um i was i was a much more um calm person i'm, I'm not sure if you know much about competitors and that there's peak week when you're getting ready for the competition you're a week out and everything's you know that's the time a lot of competitors will pull out because it's just too much mentally. And people don't realize that it's more of a mental challenge than it is a physical challenge. And so I, I didn't go through those um, steps as, as I did before in other competition preps. Um, I wasn't all agitated and frustrated and um, you know coming off the sugar and things like that, even the fruit. It, 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 it was a total different peak week for me. Um, I was calmer. Mm -hmm. um, nothing really got under my skin. Um, so that was one of the, the 
biggest things that I noticed. Mm -hmm. I was able to go through the competition and really truly enjoy it. Um, even up to it, I was it was an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. I have I've I've I'm familiar with the competition. Like I know people that have done it. It's been something that has always inspired me to see people go through it. But can you give us a little bit like tell us what it's what is it like to actually decide to do this and then train for it and actually get on the stage to, to, get, to get to the point where you're on the stage like what can you talk about that experience the first thing is like you said is making a decision that this is what you want to do um the main thing is um figuring out why you want to do it i mean um, most of us have stories behind why we're on stage and some people don't realize that realize that part of it they think that it's just you know all about the body and kind of being vain i had some people think you know you're just being vain and just want to show your body but it's it's much deeper than that um if you know your why uh self-esteem issues there could be chronic issues illnesses involved there could be um uh, stress and depression people are just trying to find a way to um love on themselves that's what it is love on themselves to the point where whatever you say really doesn't matter i'm loving on me right now um and so making up your mind to do it and then uh finding a trainer that will work with you where you are um getting a support system behind you um and some some people do it without a support system it just depends on where you are mentally and then you get to the training part of it, which is almost like a full a forty hour job. It's a full time job, um, so you have to make sure you have the time to put into it, the the um, the mental stability to put into it, a, a plan in place. You can't go in this without a plan, um, because sometimes you have to work out. Depending on where you are physically, you may have to work out two or three hours a day. Uh, you may have to do an hour of cardio. Some people can only do 30 minutes. It just depends on where you are and, and um, where you are physically. And so going through that process, it depends on how far out you're trying to do a show. Um, some people start a year in advance. Some people start six months. Some people can do it in 12 weeks. Um, it just depends. And so once you get through that point, and there are times when you want to say, forget this, um, why am I doing this? Am I crazy? You have all of that. You have all of that going on in your head. And so it's getting through that. Spiritually, um, it, it, it helps you spiritually because you have to find a higher power to help you through it because it can get grueling. Um, but then once you get to that point where the show is a week out, like I said, you go through peak week and you've got all the, do I look good enough? Have I crossed all of my T's and dotted all of my I's? You know, what else do I need to work on? And all that's in your head. And then it's going and, and um, you know, you've already registered down the road. You've already got everything in place. But then you have to go get your tan. And um, I do only natural shows now. So you have to get your polygraph test. And then you have to, depending on if it's local or, you know, outside of your area, you know, your room and, and who's going to travel with you, make sure you have everything. But the day of the show, when you finally hit that stage, it's like nothing, nothing can touch it. Nothing, nothing can touch that experience. It's like 
wow, I made it, I completed, I accomplished, and I'm on the stage. And it's, it's nothing like that feeling of, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, it's, it's even more than accomplishment. You, you finally did something for you. And sometimes whether you bring home a trophy or not, just the fact that you made it is trophy enough. Mm -hmm. Wow. And you've done this process, what? It's, you've done it more than once, right? Oh, yes. I'm going on show number, I think this is number eight for me coming up. Wow. That's awesome. So when did you, when did you do your very first show? How long ago was that? That was, this is 2020. I did my first show in 2015. Mm -hmm. um, my husband passed in 2015 um, in July. And right after that, I made the decision then. I said, you know what? I always wanted to do it. I just never had the guts to do it mm -hmm. or the self-esteem to do it. And after his passing, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this because I needed to do something for me. This, that was my therapy. Mm -hmm. And um, so I did my first show at the age of 50. And mm. uh, I came out, um, I've placed in every single show I have done. So um, I'm pretty pleased with where I am. I'm going right now for my, um, hopefully I'll get my pro card. That, that's the next goal, getting my pro card. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's when I did my first show. Um, he died in July. I did my first show in November of that year. I guess that Im the impact of losing your husband kind of just you know I would imagine like you just kind of see like life is short right exactly and I had gotten to the point where um and I don't know you know I usually don't say a lot about it but I am a minister as well so um getting out of that um notion that there's only certain things I can do as a minister um mm -hmm. you know there there was a whole different found a whole different group of Christians or born-again believers that I met there that I didn't know existed in that realm. You know, it was always kind of taboo. And I wouldn't change that experience for anything, not one thing. Mm -hmm. And since I've done it, I've been able to help so many other people that are stuck um, to come out and just be who they are, just be. Mm -hmm. So what was your, your friends and family's response like after you <laughs> do you really want to go there? <laughs> um well like I said I'm a minister so that didn't go over very well um my children were actually really proud of me um because I was an athlete in high school and all my children are athletes they're state champs all four of them and so that just kind of push them a little further. Look, this is my mom right here. This is this is what I came from. So they've mm -hmm. always been very supportive of me. I'm the youngest of eight, so I had a split there with my siblings. Some were for it, some were against it. So it was it was kind of, you know, back and forth. There's actually about three of them that actually pushed me and support me in it and actually have been to some of my shows. So it was it was split across the board. I did have the business at that point. All my clients were so, so supportive, um, so proud, and that just helped boost me. Yes. Wow. 
That's awesome. I I love everything you're doing. Like seriously, I would I would be proud like to see my mom on stage <laughs> like that. You know, you have to if you if your mom is is winning competitions, you have to win competitions, you know? <laughs> you have to keep moving. Yes. So what are some of the things that you like what are some of your go-to meals, especially like if you're a lot of people think that you you have muscles and people think that that's not possible on a plant-based diet. So what are you what are you eating to fuel your workouts? My main um I do better with vegetables and I'm I'm a lot different than most. I don't do the soy, um I don't do the tofu thing. I do strictly vegetables. Um I'll do quinoa. Um of course kale, broccoli, spinach. Um I'll do um um, carrots, sweet potato is an everyday thing. Um, I'll do zucchini, squash. Um, I do a mixture, usually a vegetable medley is what I do. Um, I'll go in and out with the quinoa and black beans or um, like any other type beans. I don't do a lot of beans, which people will think, well, that's where most of your protein is, but it's not. You get protein in every single vegetable that you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't even calculate my veggies, um, the, the, the protein amount. I don't do that because I, I've, I have found what works for me. And, and I also do intermittent fasting as well. So within a, a window of time, I'm eating four, five, six meals of vegetables, sweet potato, maybe quinoa. And outside of those hours, I do my water. Um, uh, and that's all I drink is water, and I may add in like green tea extract, um, cayenne pepper, lemon, and uh, cinnamon. They're all um, natural fat burners. So I put that in my water, and I take my my vitamins. The um, especially with the pandemic now, I take my zinc and my um, B12 and my D3, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So you you started Esteem of Total Transformation years ago, like before you started competing. What what actually inspired you to start that wellness studio? And you and you launched it as a nonprofit, which is unusual too. What was tell us about that? Well, I actually launched it at my church as a a, a health ministry at my church. And um I did it there for a while. It was under another name and then it was like they just were not interested in holistic health. And so um, it was always a, a vision God had given me. This, this is my mandate from God. This is what I'm supposed to do. And so I pulled it from the church and actually started, um, found a, a small studio in Greensboro and started it there. And then I had a satellite. Um, I partnered with another uh, trainer in Winston-Salem. So I started it very small there, and um, then I noticed the the congregation started coming to me outside of the sanctuary four walls, and so this is a this is my baby. This is what I do. It's 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 me serving not just Christians, not just born again believers, but what I know is that your health is a principle. And you will get the rewards if you do what is stated to do. Um, and I go all the back, way back biblical because there's three diets in the um, 
in Genesis. And, you know, in the beginning, he started it here. And then when things changed in the garden, he changed it to this. And then when the flood came, he changed it to this. So I have studied all of that and I understand where we are. So, and that's why I push plant-based because that's where it started originally. Um, so I started it there, moved to the studio and my niche in the industry is helping people come off prescription medication, helping them reverse chronic illnesses. Um, I'm, I work with injuries. I work with, uh, I do a lot of rehab in here, even though I'm not a physical therapist, but because I know and I listen and I study and I research absolutely everything. And I have degrees under my belt as well, but that's not, you can have all the degrees and not have the experience to work with individuals and let them know what needs to be done. And I monitor and me as a health, as a, um, a nonprofit is because there are a lot of individuals that need help to this degree, to this, um, and, and it'd be affordable for them and they're still getting quality service and all of the services that they need. And so that's why I launched as a nonprofit and I work with the community. If you need help, I'm here. Do you have any stories about people that you, you've been able to like help make that switch like successfully? I have quite a few of them. Um, I have a client currently she had a stroke about I think it was a year year and a half ago um, she came to me uh, before she couldn't drive she could you could couldn't even understand her speech um, and she had worked with some physical therapists she had all these doctors well as of yesterday and it's been ongoing I've been working with her um, she is totally transferred over to plant-based that was about three months ago. She transferred to plant-based. Um, her weight, her body fat is coming down. Um, she is now driving on her own. Um, you can understand her speech now. You, anybody can talk to her. She can carry on a conversation. Um, she is now, uh, she was bench pressing yesterday. Wow. Um, um, she, um, like I said, she could not walk in a straight line. Now she's walking in a straight line. Um, and it's just, the transformation has been just absolutely awesome just to see her. She feels better. She's going out shopping now. Just her, her whole person has changed. And she is just, she's ready to write her second book. I mean, it's just, and, and I put some pictures, um, videos of her on my Facebook, on the Esteem Facebook page, just to let people see that when you make a decision to change your life, and she took that meat out of her diet, I mean, it, it's like in two weeks' time, you could tell the difference, even in her body. So that's just one. I've, I've got many where they've gone plant-based, and they've come off um, diabetic medication, or my brother right now, and i um, just sent him. So I said, "Will you just try it? Just try it for a while. Let's just see." And so he began to work with the plant-based, and they're reducing his insulin after being on it for what 50 years. Um, just those things, those testimonies right there. And I could go on and on and on all day, but I know we don't have <laughs> much time. But I see it daily. I see it mm -hmm. daily, and you cannot tell me 
that changing to a plant-based does not change your life because it does. What advice do you give for people who are thinking about going to a plant-based diet but are they have apprehensions because there's mm. so much so many yeah. fears surrounding yeah. it you know my first suggestion is um research it um find someone find a trainer or a cons nutrition consultant that works with plant-based um they we are out here and so getting the right information in the beginning is going to be key because like you said, there's so many myths out here. There's so many against it. There's so many people negative about it. There's so many people that whisper in your ear, oh, you've got to eat red meat if you want to do this, if you want the energy, if you want. I mean, I mean, they are like knocking, trying to knock it down like crazy. And um, I have some of them look at um, Game Changers, some of the documentaries on uh, Netflix game changer and um, what the health that will really open your eyes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love, love documentaries and Netflix is a great source for so many different plant-based documentaries for sure. So what, what keeps you going? How do you stay inspired? Cause I, looking at your Instagram page, you're like a woman on the move. You're doing yeah. push-ups <laughs> with one hand, like, <laughs> I am so inspired. Wow, thank you. What inspires me is um, what inspires me is my my clientele, knowing that this is this is what I'm this is my purpose. A lot of people are still looking for their purpose in life, but thank God I have found mine. This is this is my purpose to help people to understand that they can um, enjoy life, not just exist, but enjoy life. And I don't care what age you are, you can enjoy life to the fullest. And I have to be the first partaker of everything that comes out of my mouth. If I'm preaching, if I'm teaching, if I'm promoting, I have to be the first partaker of it. So I don't have the option to not continue moving. I don't have the option to say, forget this or walk away from it. This is, this is what I'm doing and I will be empty by the time that I enter into my grave. I'm not taking anything to my grave. I'm putting it all out here. Yes, I love that. That's awesome. So what's the next thing you hope to accomplish in health and wellness? <laughs> I know you're working um, on that pro card, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on the pro card. Um, I'll get that. Um, I'm also working on um, changing some here, some things here at the studio. Um, looking to expand um, to another location. Um, if I can get it outfitted and get a uh, trainer in there that mimics what I do, that I won't have to, you know, deal with that. But um, that's one of the things. We're also starting an academy, a health and wellness academy online. Um, that will teach across the board, not just physical, but um, mental um, stress, depression, um, holistic essential oils, um, herbs, because I'm, I'm working on my doctorate in herbology. Um, so, uh, you know, I've got all of that in the works, presenting it to the board in the next couple of weeks. And um, I'm also 
uh, I do basketball camps for uh, girl basketball teams um, when they call. I have a football player in here that I train. <laughs> so um, I do, um, I actually trained my niece for basketball before she went off to college. She, um, and she was uh, rated in the, in the country. So I, I have my hands in a lot of things. Um, uh, working on a book, I hope to have out by the end of the year. Wow. So, yeah, you're a busy I lady. That's good. Plus, I am engaged, um, and uh, so we have not set a date yet. But um, he's in Chicago, and so I'm looking to possibly expand there as well. So I've got a lot of things coming at me. Well, congratulations! <laughs> yes, Thank you. you are a busy lady. <laughs> Yes. So how can people connect with you and learn more about what you do? Okay, well, you can connect with me uh, via my website, which is www.esteem-att.com. You can email me at esteemtrainer at gmail.com. Um, you can call our studio, which is 336-482-8691. Let's see, I have a YouTube channel, Esteem a Total Transformation. Um, you can find me on Facebook on the Esteem a Total Transformation business page. You can also find me on my personal at Coach Donna K. Um, is that all I have going on? Um, my studio is at 304 Pomona Drive in Greensboro, and it's Suite A, B, and C. And so, yeah, those are the way you can, you can, con and of course, on Instagram at esteem, A-T-T, that's the, um, the handle, and you can find me there. Okay. And is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to add? Um, I think we've covered most of it. Like I said, I could talk about this all day, every day, because it's just, <laughs> it's just my passion. And, yes. um. I, I don't think I ever, I, I won't ever do anything else. I came from being an accountant for 30 plus years. So what a big change that was. Uh, but um, I have enjoyed every minute of it, every frustration, every aggravation, even the ones that didn't want to um, enjoy life and the ones that didn't want to change. Um, but those, those are not as heavy as those that do want to make a change. And if if you just follow and do what you know to do um, and be the first example, like I said, be the first partaker, you don't ever have to open your mouth. You can just walk in a room and people are going to be interested or inspired or know that there's something different about you. Yes, I love that. Donna, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to <laughs> share your story with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really do appreciate it. And thank you for looking at me on Instagram. This was, um, this was great. Yes. I'm, I, you are an inspiring woman, but you already know that. And, I, and I'm looking forward to having other people share that experience and be inspired too.
Miss Donna, thank you. Thank you again for sharing your amazing story. For everyone listening, go out and support Esteem, a total transformation. Miss Donna's running a, a nonprofit that actually makes great impact, as you can see. So head over to our website. There's a donate tab and uh, just do what you can. Let's, let's support things that have value. It's been over a decade since I decided to live a life of wellness and change to a plant-based diet. For Stacy, it's been over two decades since she first started this journey. Throughout this time, we've had to take time to reflect on our direction, our reason, and our environment. Today, in our pantry makeover segment, we want to leave you with food for thought, because making over your pantry is only a symbol of making over your lifestyle. Fitness and diet go hand in hand. Whether you have made the step to change to a healthier diet and are looking to get that next step and push of working out, or you already have a strong workout routine and you're looking to push your body to the next level of weight loss, muscle gain, or stamina, food and fitness should always be looked at as one unit. We always reiterate that it's about the steps. So if you have taken the step to embrace a plant-based diet and you feel like you want to appreciate the success, then enjoy what you have accomplished. It means so much more to be aware of what you have done. Health is a long-term journey. We can't say that enough. One of our favorite sayings is that you can pay now for your health or pay later. This statement can seem harsh and hard to say because even we have family and friends who go through treatments dealing with health issues and breaking down of their bodies. Yes, we know our bodies are not meant to last forever, but in modern times, though we are surrounded with industry and technology, we can't deny the truth of nature versus the manufactured. Today, people have a better technical understanding of things, even of nature. Before vast industrialization, people had an intuitive and hands-on understanding of nature. I believe that we can all agree that as a whole, we currently have a more shallow understanding of nature. But on the technical side of things, we can explain almost anything. The development of science has allowed us to break down many processes. With this said, science has given us an understanding of our bodies and how they are affected by our environments, our actions, and our habits. This means that we know now what we eat, how we eat it, how active we are, where we live, what vices we have, all have a preserving impact or degenerating impact on our body. How your body feels affects your quality of life. Adults always try to teach children to work on themselves first before they try to work on what is around them. We teach that you have to love yourself before you love anyone else. What we must come to terms with is that we often give children advice on things that we have yet to master. Science has proven that whole plant foods are what fuels and preserves our bodies the best. Science has proven that movement strengthens and preserves our bodies the best. Science has proven that if we have positive and clean environments that we have more positive and productive lives. Pharrell Williams wrote, you have to go inward to experience the outer space that was built for you. Science has proven that true. I do believe that there has been a resurgence of understanding nature more deeply again, but for now, as a whole, human beings have moved further away from the intuition and deeper understanding. Since this is the case, why not pay attention to the scientific research that has been developed and done? When you eat good, you reap good. When you stay active, you live well. When you have a positive environment, you have a positive spirit. Let's take the steps towards good eating, active lifestyles, and positive environments. Today, we want to leave you with a call to action to try five healthy snacks that help fuel an active life. Number one, fruits and seeds. Fresh fruit is always the best bet, but it's understood that we all have busy lives. 
One thing to consider is dried fruit with no added or refined sugars. There are unsweetened dried fruits and dried fruits that are sweetened with only fruit juice. Organic raisins, apricots, blueberries, mangoes, and dates are just some of our favorites. We also like to pair dried fruits with sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, and chia seeds. Another thing on the list, nut and seed butters. Nut and seed butters pair great with fresh veggies and fruit. You can pair celery, bok choy, carrots, cauliflower, apples, and pears. All these go good with nut butters, and they go well with fruits and vegetables that have a crisp bite to them. Number three on the list, raw crackers and snacks. There is a huge variety now of dehydrated snacks that you can buy instead of getting like turning to chips for that special crunch that you might seek. These types of snacks are also easy to make at home, even if you don't have a dehydrator. You can use your home oven on very low settings to create kale chips, vegetable crackers, tortillas, and other healthy snack items. Energy bars are the next thing on the list. There's a large selection of energy and health bar choices at the grocery stores today. Like, huge. I remember the section was so tiny just years ago, and now it's like a whole aisle full of energy bars. Well, anytime there's this much choice, you have to be very careful when you're picking up things. Be sure to read the entire package. Many of the bars that you find at the store have labeling that's full of designs and words that kind of put you into the package and away from actually looking at the ingredient list and nutrition facts. And many times the crease of the package, you have to kind of fold it up and peek into it to actually see what's in it. So it can be a little tricky thing when you're out shopping. So be sure to to raise that flap up and get the truth about what's in it. You'll also find high added sugars and even unnecessary preservatives in some of them. Now, these bars also come with animal products. Like we've seen meat bars (laughs) that are made with like, I guess, meats protein bars, uh, eggs and collagen in them. The best practice is to make the energy bars at home yourself if you're able. They're really easy to make with the same nuts, seeds, and dried fruit that you'll use for snacks. And finally, to wrap things up, the fifth thing on the list is baby and microgreens. Sometimes we snack not because we're really hungry, but maybe we're lacking some essential nutrients. And packing some microgreens and baby greens with you when you're on the go serves as a great snack that can give you a good boost. And packages of baby greens and microgreens can also be found in pretty much every grocery store. And let me just add one bonus item to this list. Smoothies. I love smoothies. They are awesome to just pack up and have with you when you're out and about and you need something quick to just kind of tie you over. So I highly recommend either um, like making a big batch and having them in the refrigerator to grab when you're running out the house or just whipping up one real quick before you leave out to have with you. Yeah. Do you have a question or an idea for a future segment? We want to hear from you. Just send us your question through the contact us link on plantschangemylife.com. We love spreading the word about the benefits of a healthy, whole food, plant-based diet and want to invite you to join us in the movement. 
So make today the day you grab a Plans Change My Life t-shirt for yourself or someone you love. Check out our new colors and styles. Just visit planschangemylife.com and click on merch. Your purchase helps us carry out our mission. You can also help by sharing the podcast with others, leaving feedback, and subscribing to the show wherever you listen. We truly appreciate your support. Thank you for listening into the Plants Change My Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us at Plants Change My Life on Instagram and Facebook. And head on over to PlantsChangeMyLife.com for additional information about the show and the resources mentioned. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at stories at PlantsChangeMyLife.com. Respect and always remember, when you eat good, you reap good. Peace.